Hello, I'm Rachel Eisman. Hi, I'm Leah Burnett. And this is Own Your Home, Woo-hoo! the essential guide to being a badass homeowner. It's essential. I mean, it's right there in the name. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what are we discussing this morning? You know, it's we're heading into spring. Can you believe that? I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, 2021 is, is just, we're going to rock this out. Yeah, we are. We're going to rock this out. <laughs> All right, full disclosure, it is December 7th, 2020. <laughs> you know that moment when the electrician mentions he's going to replace your ballasts and you have a mini panic attack wondering what the hell a ballast even is? Do I even need that? Is it going to cost a fortune? Can I phone a friend? You're in the right spot. We got you. Stick around and learn to own your home. So winter to spring, um, as the seasons change and the weather starts to warm up, there are some key things to do in and around your home just to make sure that it processes the change really, really well. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm going to start like I'm beginning to start every episode. Leah. Yes. You are on the spot. Tell us, what do you know about spring maintenance and where would you start? Oh, gosh. I don't know much. I I feel like my first thought from the winter to spring thing is spring cleaning. Um, I know in Georgia, just because there's trees everywhere, we will have already dealt with the gutters Mm -hmm. or should have already dealt with the gutters because everything has fallen. Um, Beyond that, like, I don't know. Is there something that I need to do with, like, my HVAC system to get it ready for ACs? There's definitely HVAC. If you remember from our HVAC episode, spring and fall, so when the weather changes, if the temperature is shifting hot to cold or cold to hot, Mm -hmm. always think about your HVAC. So that's excellent. Okay. Um, And that's just like, what, a basic service? or Yeah, get a basic service. Um, If you've signed up for the HVAC maintenance plan, which most HVAC companies offer, then ideally they would be calling you to schedule. And it should be every six months. You're just on regular rotation for that. Um, If you didn't sign up for that right after our HVAC episode, then... You might want to go ahead and do that straight away. Yeah. And you can actually call and schedule your spring service and say you want to get on a maintenance agreement, and they will be happy to set you up with that. So that's definitely a big one. You mentioned gutters, which gutter cleaning, yes, you typically do it in the fall, and there's not a lot that comes down, but you want to think about doing it again right after all the spring pollen. Um, everything blooms and stuff falls out of the trees, even as it's blooming and whatnot. So you kind of want to think about it, doing it again there. Gutters are one of those things I actually recommend considering four times a year, which sounds excessive. Yeah. Minimum, (laughs) minimum two. But if you have a lot of trees, get those gutters cleaned. Because again, that's, it's just a simple maintenance issue that could reduce a lot of other problems. And we'll do a whole episode on water and houses and how damaging it can be. But gutters are your first line of defense, protecting the house from water. Okay. And if they're clogged, water can go in the wrong places. Indeed. Indeed. Something no one wants. Okay. Okay. Well, see, for me, now that you mentioned, you know, pollen, in the spring, I'm just desperately trying to breathe. Mm -hmm. So I can't think of too much stuff with regards to my Mm -hmm. house. In Georgia, all I do is attempt to breathe. Yeah. Well, and and you are like most, I think. Which is why spring maintenance services are easily hired out. There we go. (laughs) So I can just sit on the couch and attempt to breathe. 
But with all that pollen, it leaves that nasty residue on like your windowsills and your porches and everything turns yellow for, you know, a little period of time. Rain kind of washes it off, but pollen's actually sticky by nature. It's supposed to be. Um, So a pressure washing after the pollen is a great way to refresh your house. I mean, it's good anyway to pressure wash regularly, but right after pollen, it just cleans all of that funk away, cleans up your driveways. It's amazing how sparkly and new a house can look after it's been freshly pressure washed. Okay. So maybe we don't need to get painted. (laughs) Maybe we just need to get cleaned. Yeah, I would say. And then you can assess. Yeah, I mean, because honestly, if you're getting your exterior painted, they're going to have to pressure wash it first anyway. Oh, okay. So if you don't have any major paint issues, um, then, you know, pressure washing could do the trick. It could, yeah. No, that's good to know. You just want to make sure when it comes to paint, especially on the outside of your house, that there's no peeling or cracking paint because paint essentially acts as the barrier to water and moisture Mm. getting to the wood. And so if the paint's cracking or peeling or not in certain places, then that means that's exposed to the elements. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. If you pressure wash and find out you have missing paint in places, you at the very least need to do those touch-ups. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So it's a couple of couple of spring maintenance things. You mentioned spring cleaning. Yes. Ugh. I know, right? We've all heard this phrase. I kept thinking I would grow up and, you know, have the little birds who would sing and whistle and clean my house like in Cinderella, but um didn't doesn't, happen. Doesn't happen. <laughs> Apparently it's up to me. Indeed. <laughs> so I actually have a pretty comprehensive list of spring cleaning tasks. Ooh. Uh yeah. It's a bit. But it's like windows. Ugh. Yeah. Who well, the heck wants to clean their own windows? And you don't have to. There are plenty of companies out there who will do it, and it's really more affordable than you think. Really? Yeah. For a standard, you know, 2,000 square foot house, you can usually get your windows cleaned inside and out for less than $300. And the inside too? Yeah. For less than inside oh and out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean. That actually sounds really good. It's a really good deal, and it's so easy, and it's so nice. You'd be surprised how much. You're like, wow, I can see. It's like putting on glasses for the first time, and all of a sudden everything's brighter and has detail. <laughs> I had no idea there was that much dust and dirt on my windows. It's kind of stunning. I remember last spring when we were all in lockdown, I decided at some point, like, well, I have nothing else to do. Yeah. I'm going to clean the crap out of my house. And I got two rooms in and was just done <laughs> because it was like the the floorboards and, you know, the windows. I was doing interiors and exteriors. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. And, you know, yeah, we're around the average size and it's a lot. There's a really interesting equation that if you kind of figure out what your hourly rate is and um, then you say, okay, I will pay this amount of money in -hmm. your time or you're paying that amount of money in somebody else's time, right? So if just say for ease, your hourly rate is $50 an hour. If it's going to cost, it's going to take you, what would that be? Six hours to clean your windows Mm -hmm. for $300, or you pay somebody else to do it for $300 and you get to go do something else with your time. You know, there's like this cost benefit analysis. Yeah. Also to take the pressure off of being your grandmother for a little bit. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it was hard to be a grandma, but take the pressure off of you for having to live up to those standards. I really think that the world was so different in, and it doesn't mean that stresses didn't exist and that there wasn't, um, we just are under such a different pressure. 
yeah. these days. Yeah. And the amount of things that any one person is expected to do is so far above and beyond. And the uh, quickness with which we're supposed to turn things around is yes. also so crazy. So spending all day on a project around your house, it, it just, it's hard to do with everything, working full time, managing families that a lot of people do, managing just, you know, yeah. day-to-day responsibilities. I know. I mean, then, which is why it made sense to try to do it during lockdown. And even then I was like, <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. I can't hate this more. So that's actually another good, good, <laughs> good test for when you need to pay somebody. Exactly. <laughs> if you're getting really grumpy about it. I mean, if you're taking it out on wine, Ooh, yeah. then yeah, you might want to hire someone. So fun statistic, hmm. uh, the July 2019 liquor sales in the state of Georgia were $16 million. Okay. July 2020 liquor sales <laughs> in the state of Georgia. I can only imagine. $20 million, $4 million increase in liquor sales. I'm proud of us, Georgia. I'm proud of us. We I did mean, good. I'm just going to say, you aren't the only one turning to wine. No, I didn't do $4 million myself. I might, I might Oof, have that would be. No, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go over some of the other spring cleaning things. So this is is more on the cleaning side, not, not just maintenance, but cleaning. So, um, vacuum this deep cleaning thing, mm-hmm. start at the ceiling line with your vacuum, vacuum walls, mm-hmm. baseboards, and your furniture before then vacuuming floors, empty the bag. As soon as it starts to get full, mm-hmm. nobody likes that. I actually do that. Smell. That's good. It's one thing that I like stay on top of. Cause I'm a little obsessive about, I don't mind vacuuming. Yeah. I don't mind vacuuming or laundry. Some people hate laundry. Those are the two that I hate the most. I love laundry. Meanwhile, don't send me to a grocery store. It makes me mad. Oh, I will do a grocery store. I I love cleaning windows and detailing the sills and stuff oh, like that. We should do each other's like, I know. We should. We'll swap. <laughs> it would be perfect. Um, doing the floors, to me, is one of the most annoying tasks. Oh, I don't mind a floor because a, a clean floor inspires me with like such a zen feeling. Oh, I agree. That's why I have an iRobot. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. But, you know, they still need to be mopped. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that I love about uh, tips for vacuuming is if you put a couple drops of essential oil on your vacuum bag, mm-hmm. it helps that smell not smell so bad. So I actually okay. like a lavender oil Okay. when I do have to do the carpets. But another kind of spring task to keep in mind is transplant anything that is still dormant or just starting to wake up. So if you have any um, bushes or uh-huh. plants around your yard that you'd like to move to a different location, this is a good time to do that. Why is that a good time to do that? Because when they're still dormant, they're um, less susceptible to shock. So if they start to leaf out, I mean, fall is actually a really good time to do that as well. But if you missed it in fall, you can get to it before they start leafing out. Because once they start really growing, they're becoming more active. But while the roots are still kind of sleepy, you can move them without too much damage to the plant. All right. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. At that, and that, actually, that was going to be one of my bigger questions was like the outside because it's like an untamed. It's not untamed. It's mostly, you know, just grass, yeah. but there's more that I want to do with it. And, you know. Well, let's do an entire landscaping episode because I, yes. I think there are some tips and tricks in there that enough that could take an entire. And episode. I need a reason to be forced to start my composting pile. 
Oh, yeah. I know. I have I have a big backyard now. And as far as I'm concerned, there's no excuse. I, I get mad at myself when I throw away um, vegetable waste. You know, I get mad. I'm just like, this could well, be going to the You start it now. How? Just throw it down on the ground? I mean, you could. That's, the, that's the official country way to do it. But they actually have composting bins and things that you can get. And starting it now means by spring, you'll actually have a little bit of something because oh, it's some not an immediate yummy. process. It takes time to break all that down into the proper dirt. Okay, I'm going to do Look it. into barrel composters. Okay. So they'll stand up in a back corner of your yard and it's a, much like it sounds, a giant barrel yeah. with a crank on it. And you throw things in there and then you just crank it every so often so that it's mixing up okay. and it's actually breaking down and will be usable. By the spring when yeah. I want to try to garden, which I want to try this year. Interior kind of home organization tidying up things, closets. Uh. Everybody's probably doing something in their closet anyway as it switches from cold weather to warm weather. Yeah, I have to. I can't stand up. looking at yeah. my coats. They drive me, you know, I don't want to see them. Right. When I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Well, and I have a small enough closet that I just literally don't have room for them. They Same. have to go up. Same. Um. So that's an incredible time to not just do the weather switch, but also to clean out and really go through and make hard decisions. Do you actually use, wear, love yeah, this item? I know. I did a major closet purge during the lockdown, and it's been fantastic. I actually went a little far and did a whole capsule wardrobe, which I've absolutely loved. Oh, interesting. What's that? Capsule? capsule wardrobe is you eliminate down to a certain number of pieces. Mm. And there are several different philosophies on this. One of them was really hardcore and said only 30 pieces. So that's shirts, jackets, pants, shoes. 30 in total? Total. I didn't do that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a lot of clothes and I still need more than 30. So I decided shoes didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're supposed to be switching. And it's kind of made it easier to get dressed because you just have less options. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, th so that that's a way to do it. You don't have to go quite as far as I did, but definitely eliminate things you're not using. And you know, there are great consignment shops where you can get rid of clothes and get a little bit of money back mm -hmm. and tons of places for donations. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, clothing yeah. donations. So that's a big one. Going through toy boxes, cupboards, that junk closet, yeah, the drawers that haven't been looked at in a while. There's some amazing satisfaction in clearing out the old stuff. Yes. Which is great. So going down this list, all of your bedding, wash deep clean all of your bedding, which actually should be probably a monthly thing. I do. But yeah. at least quarterly do all of the stuff. Again, I told you I love laundry. So when I clean the bed, <laughs> it gets so cleaned from the rear to the 2D. Perfect. Like, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, all of the artwork in your house. It's a good time to go uh, around and dust all the frames, make sure that the glass is still clear. Mm. Nothing's been splattered on it. It's amazing how, you know, you don't think – Oh, it's nowhere near something that could get a coffee spill on it. but And yet it does. And yet it does. Splashes all over the place. Oven and refrigerator, major Ugh, appliances. The oven's such a pain in the butt. Good opportunity for deep clean. I know. Yeah, my roommate and I, had when I lived in um, a place before, obviously, I met my husband, we did the auto clean on our oven. Mm-hmm. I'd never done that before. Neither had she. And we just thought, oh, this is easy. You just push the button. It auto-cleans. Apparently what it does is heats it up to all high heaven and burns, burns the bejesus out of it. It was 
terrible. The house smelled so bad. There's got to be a better way to do that. I know I'm going to say something that is perhaps controversial. Uh, when we moved into the house, I hated that the oven was dirty. And um, so I said about to clean it, I just use one of those sprays that you put in, you shut the door and you leave it for a while. Mm -hmm. And then you can just wipe all that stuff up. I am certain that there's something in there that's bad for the environment or for me. <laughs> I'm certain that there is, but man, it worked. And it that's the easy. way to go. I mean, and I only did it that once. And it's probably one of those things that I'll do once a year, you I know? Mean, I don't know. Clean is clean. It's got to be better than all the funk that's in there burning up every oh, time yeah, you cook, no. right? Mm -mm. Especially in a new home if it's somebody else's funk. That's what I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Not today. That's why we usually hire a company to do a deep clean, a move out clean. Yeah. When we're doing any of our move out projects, we have somebody deep clean the house before the new homeowners come in. And then if we can get to the other house in time, we'll have that deep clean before we move the new owners. I definitely think... We had a bit of lag time between when our lease ended and when we had, um, you know, we had closed. And so we had about a week and we had time to go in and like wade, hit the yard. And um, I was able to, you know, hit the kitchen cupboards and clean them out and put down contact paper and all those things. But I do think that it would have been nice to have just that. That might be something that you just the next time we buy a house. Just build it into the budget. We're hiring this company to come in yeah. a day before we even set foot on the place. And just it's really worth it. I mean, just the crumbs at the back of drawers and yeah. like makeup powder and all those things that, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't necessarily mean they were dirty people. It just means they were people living and they were in a moving. house. And when you're moving out, moving, you're not yeah. really thinking, well, like, let me leave this in the best condition yeah. possible. No, you're focused on where you're going, not yeah. where you're leaving. Right. Check yeah. your trees. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. especially in spring, you know, dead trees become hazardous for a variety of reasons. Oh dropping gosh. limbs, dropping the entire tree. In Atlanta, we have an issue with big storms and trees just randomly falling. And, you know, <sighs> it's it's one of those things that can be avoided with to, to some degree. Um, general organization, as you're going through everything, just eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. We hold on to too many things. Yeah. All the time. It's it's kind of crazy. And, you know, polish your brass, silver, and copper. Why oh, not? Gosh. You've got extra time. Wash all your china and crystal. And then all of these items that you've decided you no longer need, decide if they're going to a garage sale, consignment, mm -hmm. goodwill. Or some other donation somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Buy, rehome them. Lovingly rehome them. In California, and I need to find one here, I, uh, there was um, a women's shelter that I was so happy to find because when I did the seasonal pull clothes out, pull stuff out, it went immediately there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so nice. And there are so many charities in all over the place. I mean, yes. but in Atlanta, there are so many places you can literally donate to whatever your specific passion is, mm -hmm. which is really nice. Mm -hmm. So a couple of other little things, just house related, your dryer duct. So it's the silver kind of corrugated hose coming off of your dryer mm -hmm. collects a whole lot of lint. Definitely check into that in the spring and the fall. On the outside or the inside? It runs from the inside to the outside. So it comes off the back of your dryer Can I and runs to the outside. Can I unattach that? Like how, how best do I check that is my question. So from the outside, you can look at it and it should have some sort of light screen on it, which you could take off and you could actually put a vacuum hose up there oh. and suck a lot of that out. Okay. But also from the 
drier side, if you wanted to unattach it, you can, and you can reattach it. It's not that big a deal. Sometimes it gets difficult just because it fits so tightly on there. So sometimes people don't get it back on correctly. Mm -hmm. Again, there are people out there who will do this for you, Mm -hmm. but you can take it off on that side and clean it out. And depending on how long the run is, meaning how far it travels, so you could probably do it from the outside with a vacuum cleaner. Okay. But depending on how far it goes, sometimes you have to call in a professional because you don't have anything that'll get the full distance of it. I didn't even think about that. But lint can clog up back there too, and it's a fire hazard. Brilliant. Inspect your trees. Mm-hmm. We've got that going. Roof. Inspect the roof. After winter storms and all of that and the changing temperatures, you can start to see curling shingles or anything that's out of place is a good thing to do in the spring. Okay. Also, because the leaves aren't on the trees yet, you probably have a better view of your roof. And then, you know, check your exterior walls and your foundation. It's a good time to just take a walk around the house and see if you notice anything. Are there any foundation cracks? Are, you know, there any spots where maybe the siding has split open or anything like that? Temperature changes. I mean, I think people are familiar with like wooden doors, Mm -hmm. swelling or that kind of thing. Well, the house itself can do the same. It'll expand and contract. So check and make sure that you don't see any major cracks, issues, places where water could get in. Again, water, super damaging. And make note, not all cracks are devastating. Okay. But if anything looks like it's about an eighth of an inch in foundation cracks or wider, definitely call somebody in. Or if the crack is progressing. So if you, if it was, you noticed a three inch crack last year. Yes. And now it's a six inch crack. Just call somebody and say, Hey, let's take a look at this. What's shifting. Okay. Houses shift, which isn't terrible, but you don't want them to shift out of place. Right. And, you know, if if you end up with a major crack, then you're structurally unsound. So that becomes a problem. Just just put your eyeballs on it. Take okay. a quick peek. Okay. It's almost like you don't want to do it because you're a little nervous about what you might find. Like, Because <laughs> it feels like everything is – it could be so expensive. But I know that you have to do it because if you can mitigate the damage, mm-hmm. then it, it's not as expensive as it could be. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. But at the same time, it is one of those like, okay, take a deep breath. We're walking around the house. (laughs) Say a prayer (laughs) and we got this. I mean, it's knowledge is power, right? Yep. Because a lot of times, especially with homes and home maintenance, they, they function so well for the most part that if you're not keeping an eye on these things, you won't know you have a problem until it's a major problem. Yeah. So... A $300 repair here is better than a $30,000 repair five oh my years God, ago. Oh, God, yes. You know? No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. No, and that's why you got to do it. I, I totally get it. Yeah. I totally get it. So final thing to just keep on keep in mind for spring is it's a good time to check for leaks. If anything was frozen and warms oh. up and, you know, you have leaks under the house or make sure your kitchen and bathroom sink connections are really good. Hoses are properly sealed. Just go around, look for wet spots in the yard. If you have any kind of irrigation that shouldn't be wet, look for leaks under, like I said, sinks, toilets, behind toilets. Just take a, take a quick peek at where all the water places are in your home and make sure it's okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And your hot water heater has water in the name. But don't forget to check it because it's Oof. usually in an out of out of sight place, and sometimes people won't check. But most of the standard tank 
water heaters Mm -hmm. will actually give you a warning if it's time to be replaced and that they start leaking a little bit. And they all have pans underneath them. So if you catch it when it's just a drip leak, you're probably okay. But it can very quickly go from a drip to a flood. Yeah. Also, the appliance, you know, life expectancies on those kind of things help. But yeah, yeah. to know like how long you have to get out of everything. Yeah. All right. Gosh, spring. Spring maintenance. Just a couple things. It's going to be springing, man. It's going to be springing. And, you know, you know, this year is going to be interesting to see because we might be reemerging into the world full force sometime spring, summer, hopefully. Knock I on know. all the wood. So, yeah, just get the house in order so that we can leave it entirely and not see it <laughs> for like six months straight. Like, I don't want to see my house. I know. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my God. Somebody asked uh, just some internet thing. Um, if the pandemic were over tomorrow, what is the first thing you would do tomorrow night? And, and the guy responded, he's like, I would do absolutely nothing. He goes, extroverts have been losing their mind this whole time. And he's like, and I am not going out with all that crazy energy night one. I cannot wait to be in a crowded bar again. I and I was at the point where I wasn't even going to bars that much. Like I had, you know, kind of eased out of that a little bit. Oh my God, put me shoulder to shoulder in a bar <laughs> where I have to fight to get an alcohol. Uh, I, that sounds so delightful. Like people, friends of mine that don't really drink that much are talking about bar crawls. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a little bit that, well, you can't have it. So now I want it. Exactly. All right. Major things. Yes. HVAC. Mm-hmm. Gutters. Windows. Pressure wash. Check your roof. Check your foundation. Clean all the things. Clean all the things, y'all. Or hire <laughs> someone to clean all the things. Or hire someone. I mean, you know, hire Decide what's more important. Definitely a thing. Yeah. All right. I think that's all I've got for this one. All right. Well, spring's going to be springing, y'all. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Thank you for joining us today. For more information on this or any other homeowner projects, visit our website, jolieresidential.com. That's J-O-L-I residential.com. And follow us on social media at Jolie Residential on both Instagram and Facebook. And if there's anything you'd like for us to cover in future episodes, please feel free to hit us up on any of our social media pages or send us an email through our website. You too can be a badass homeowner.